FM 101.9 megahertz of life. Ramaphosa is pleased that Putin is considering a peace plan by African leaders. President Cyril Ramaphosa has welcomed his Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin's commitment to seriously consider the proposal put up by seven African leaders to end the conflict in Ukraine. Ramaphosa told Putin on the sidelines of the Russia-Africa summit that African leaders who is still in support of negotiations between Kiev and Moscow. He said that the continent had been greatly affected by war, which had led to souring and fuel price, souring food and fuel prices. He said that peace was only the, the only solution to this war. All right, so uh, we know that this summit is taking place in St. Petersburg. We've got uh, a number of African leaders there. How seriously, how seriously is this really being taken? Tembisa Fukuda, he's a political analyst and a senior research fellow at Afrosid. Tembisa, good morning. Hope you're well. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. So how seriously do we think that Putin is actually taking this uh, this push by African leaders to move towards a peaceful situation? He's not taking the mission seriously, nor is he taking the leaders from the African nations seriously. You remember how he treated them, disturbing them while they're making their own presentation. Um, and uh, they went there, amongst other things, to go and negotiate the grain and fertilizer deal, which he has since uh, cancelled. But on top of that, he went on to bomb the um, storage facilities in Odessa, Ukraine, just to prove the point that he's no longer interested in this deal. And uh, this is not understanding, of course, that Cyril Ramaphosa was there a couple of weeks before that happened. So he's not he's not serious. And uh, this summit was not really serious. I mean, it was snubbed by many African leaders. In the past, you had over 45 African leaders attending this summit. This time around, only 17 wow. African leaders were attended, led by Cyril Ramaphosa. But importantly, of course, you know, it's, it's just a joke all around that you have this president who's harboring Jacob Zuma, who's soon to be a fugitive from South Africa. And at the same time, we've got Cyril Ramaphosa going there with his 16 other counterparts, not just any what I've just said, and Putin, of course, hosts them. Uh, and in the meantime, he continues to to bomb um, important uh, installations in Ukraine. While they were in Ukraine last time, if you remember, there was also a bomb that landed yes, in the center of Kiev. So it yes. doesn't take it doesn't take them really serious. So, so I mean, if if we can see that, then surely Ramaphosa and his advisors should be able to see that that he isn't being treated particularly well. Well, I don't think they see that. I mean, uh, they've been supporting Vladimir Putin, notwithstanding obvious uh, and, uh, you know, clear pictures that you all see on television of wanton destruction of property and killing of women and children. And they went ahead and continued to support uh, Vladimir Putin. The other thing is, uh, whilst they were there, there was a coup in Niger and uh, an organization that is currently uh, accused of having facilitated it is the Wagner Group. So you, you one wonders, you know, what's going on here? Um, you know, you have this... Uh, dictator who wants to push, at least according to the South African government, uh, who's willing to negotiate peace with Ukraine, but is doing total opposite. And I think what's going to be happening soon is that um, the shenanigans of the Wagner group will start exposing more and more the uh, Russian intentions in Africa. And I think, you know, formations such as EFF and President Sroma will be taking a different stance 
in the next couple of, the next couple of months at least. Is it perhaps, uh, maybe as an alternative, is it perhaps an attempt to try and save his international reputation that has been quite severely damaged by the treatment of Russia? In other words, even if peace fails uh, in terms of this initiative, which it will, uh, surely he, he might be viewed a little bit more positively for at least trying to negotiate something. I think the first uh, attempt of the African peace mission was mainly to do that, to try and salvage whatever respect it, it, was, it is that he has following his um, missteps and blunders in this regard. Uh, but that is still, that is since failed. Uh, but they, uh, it's clear where the Europeans and Americans uh, stand in this regard. One, he was snubbed uh, from being invited to, Jam- to Japan, if you remember the G7 yes, yes. meeting, he didn't go. And we now know, of course, it's that the Americans earlier, before Putin uh, supported the move, that they've uh, opted to um, have the African Union being part of the, be, to be part of this G, G20. All along, Cyril Maposa was the only African leader who was in the G20. Now they're going to have the African Union uh, being part of the G20. And to me, all of those uh, reflect a lack of confidence on Cyril Maposa. Uh, and this is how these, uh, Countries are moving towards showing him that he has made a lot of mistakes. I mean, you had like very serious countries that stayed away from this meeting. The Nigerians didn't go, Kenyans didn't go, the Rwandese didn't go, and these are like very three very important and respected leaders in Africa who decided to, to stay away from um, from from Putin. And Cyril Ramaphosa, for one reason or the other, decided to go and attend the summit. And I think it was all. By the way, trying to compensate for uh, not inviting President Putin to South Africa for BRICS summit later this month, right. next month. Phew. It's uh, it, it, it's just really, really frightening uh, because one does wonder uh, what hold Russia has over uh, Ramaphosa that he would be risking his local and international reputation over this. Well, it's the ANC's uh, stubbornness and uh, Ramaphosa's stubbornness led by his um, his minister in international relations and cooperation who continue taking um, very, you know, disappointing positions. I mean, you had Nalidu Pandu calling Russia uh, in front of the world media that Russia is our friend and no one is going to tell or dictate to South Africa how to deal with with uh, with its friends uh, around mm. the world. So this is the this is their own doing. Uh, and now we sit in this position or find ourselves in this position where you have the whole world looking at us as if there's something wrong. Then you have the Lady R talking in Simon's Town and something um, uh, was loaded into that and, and everybody agrees that there was something that was something, loaded. Yeah, this is a yeah. Russian Russian uh, sheep that was docked there. But more importantly, on the, e, on the, on the, the very day of commemoration of the one-year anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine, you decide to go and have the military drills with the very same country that's invaded that has invaded Ukraine. I can't understand nor explain that. Whether it was a coincidence or it was deliberate, how do you even think about doing that? At least postpone it for a week or so. But on the very same day, you have South Africa uh, conducting the military drills with Russia when uh, Ukraine was licking its wound and commemorating this very sad day in their history. And, and, and that's where we found ourselves. And after this, we expect that we're going to be respected by the world. I don't think so. 
Yeah, Norm. <laughs> Final question before before I let you go. Jacob Zuma, w- w- what do we know is going on with him in Russia there at the moment? Well, Jacob Zuma is there seeking medical treatment, notwithstanding that South Africa has got some of the best medical treatment in the world. And I've, I've been to many parts of Russia. They they compete very easily with some of the medical facilities there. But Jacob Zuma, of course, you know, it's a African leadership, strongman mentality of, you know, whenever you're sick, you have to go and uh, undermine your own facilities. Mm. Uh, you rather go and get it elsewhere or die elsewhere. So he's trying to mimic his other dictators, dictator friends from other African countries who don't have facilities, but we do have facilities in this country. Nelson Mandela died in this country. All our presidents attend uh, and go to medical facilities in this country because they are the best in the world. And one wonders why Jacob Zuma has to do what he did. But currently he's in uh, he's in Russia, hosted by Vladimir Putin, and soon going to be a fugitive, depending what the court says. But he ran away from his political challenges. And Senator Ramaphosa went in there, and one would have expected at least that part of the discussions that he would have had with Vladimir Putin uh, would have would have been about Jacob Zuma, who sits comfortably uh, there. But I think what Putin did this time around is said, basically, you not you don't want me to come to your country, you have to come to me. And that's why we had all uh, of those African uh, African leaders going to to uh, to uh, St. Petersburg. Very interesting, Timbisa Fakuda. Thank you, as always. Political analyst, senior research fellow at AFRICID, talking to us about the African peace plan for the Russia-Ukraine war.